Macworld Podcast number 345 for Wednesday, March 6th, 2013. Hello again, everyone. Welcome to the Macworld Podcast. A bit of a break from normal this week with me, your host, Philip Michaels. Instead of talking about developments in the uh, Mac and iPhone universe, we're going to be talking about a show where Apple wasn't involved at all, at least not officially. Their, their presence hangs over everything these days. We're talking, of course, about the Mobile World Congress, which happened last week in Barcelona, and two of our correspondents who are in sunny yet at freezing Spain have have made it back past the Atlantic. They've they've uh, recovered from their siestas and their tapas. They've put away their Leo Messi replica jerseys, and uh, they're here to talk about. Yes, I'm getting a quizzical look from from one of the <laughs> panelists, Armando Rodriguez, who who does not know of of your sports. So, Armando Rodriguez, welcome to the MacWorld Podcast. Hey, well, Phil. Welcome back from Spain. Fine work there for for Tech Hive and, and PC World and Macworld covering all the hardware news to come out of that show. There was so much hardware. There was a lot of hardware. So and I, much hardware. I think we'll be talking about that shortly. We should also welcome Leah Yamshon. Hello. Who's back from Barcelona as well. Sadly, yes. Yes. <laughs> um, I, I guess we should start off uh, by just by way of introduction. What is the Mobile World Congress? Is it better than the U.S. Congress? Yes. One would think it would, it would be hard to be worse than the U.S. Congress. It's hard would... to be worse than the U.S. Congress. Now, Mobile World Congress is one of the biggest mobile trade shows in the world, hence the world part of Mobile World Congress. Um, it's everything mobile, including – so it's hardware. You got the back-end stuff that no one cares about except for those carrier people. Uh, you got some apps. You got uh, – yeah, you got tons and tons of companies. It's huge. It's bigger than CES, if that's any sort of scale for people listening at home. Right. Um, and CES, as as uh, as I well know, since I finally went to that this year, it is quite a huge show. It is hard to imagine a show being uh, larger. And yet there you are. It's like twice as big. In Spain, wow, twice as big. And it's smartphones, yeah. it's tablets, it's mobile things. Yep. And, uh, and that's what we're going to talk about today. I thought we'd start by talking about accessories. Did sure. as you as you traversed um, the the conference center in Barcelona, this this giant sprawling complex, did you see anything that would be of interest if I were an iPhone and iPad owner as I am? You know, because Mobile World Congress is less of a consumer facing show and more of a um, back end and carriers and tech development type of show, I didn't see too much on the accessory front. Um, and most of the things that I did see were products, cases, bags, um, chargers, things of that nature um, that we had already seen at CES and at Macworld iWorld earlier this year. So it was a bit of, of slim pickings, mm-hmm. uh, as they say, for um, new accessories. I see. Uh, how, how about on the app front? Was Were, were there any uh, notable uh, uh, debuts there? Um, I did see a new video app that was particularly cool on the iOS um, spectrum. The name is now escaping me, but <laughs> I did jot it down somewhere. So we'll put it in the show we, notes. We will put it in the show notes. <laughs> uh, describe this mystery unnamed uh, video app. What what was so eye-catching about it? Basically, what I liked about it is you could it – was, it was a way to aggregate your video clips from different apps, and you could put it together into one longer – 
um, show. So basically, if you have all of these different pieces from Vine that you wanted to put into a longer video along with something that you've filmed in um, the iPhone's native video capture app or um, some other video app, you could just uh, pull everything together, kind of drag and drop the clips in the order that you wanted them, and then share them through these various So it, it's sort of like an iMovie for the uh, for the clip. The, right. the, the the snippet world that we now live yes. in. Yes. So I thought it was a clever use um, to make your Vine video clips into something a little bit more consumable. Vine, so. of course, being that six-second uh, right. video service that, Vine. that Twitter – yes, you do. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's fun. It serves a purpose for um, quick tweets, hence you know, it being a Twitter product. Yeah. But um, if you want something a little bit longer out of it, um, this other app integrated – these clips really now, uh, what else on the app front uh, uh, caught your eye? So I met with a lot of developers that were um, creating products that helped you, the consumer, make your own app if you wanted to. So I met with a company called App Machine, and they built a CMS platform that lets the user come in and build their own app without really needing any technical uh, chops at all. So I thought that was kind of interesting. What, what, now, what would I use this for? If you wanted to um, make an app, let's say you had a small business and you wanted to put uh, the information about your business on it, um, mm-hmm. they had some examples, one being of a local hotel. So you could launch the app. You could make reservations for the hotel. You could see um, what there was to do in the area and kind of check out some of the amenities. So, so, uh, so sorry. To, so I would use this app to actually create something that I would then submit to the, the app store? You could submit it to the app store. That wow. is correct. Evans. So pending, you know, Apple's approval. That um, Phil Michaels app could be a real thing. <laughs> it could be. My yeah. my dreams are finally coming true. Yeah. So with App Machine, your own app. yes. With um, App Machine, you can build the app for free. It's only when you submit to the App Store that you have to pay. And you, um, there's different levels. So if you are a little bit more technically savvy, you can integrate some code in there, and that would be at a at a higher price than the very basic. App building block. Do, are there actually apps built with App Machine currently available on the uh, App it, Store? It is in beta right now, okay. so there's nothing currently on the App Machine, mm-hmm. but um, they expect to launch in full in May, and all of these apps that have been built in beta will be available then. I, mm. I look forward to, to seeing them. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought it was an interesting way to bring development into the more mainstream. So if people thought they had this idea for an app, but they really didn't know where to start, that might be um, just the right venue to do so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any any other uh, uh, mobile apps that uh, we should be looking for on the iOS app store that you saw in Spain? So I met with a lot of developers that were looking to partner with companies. So uh, yes. there was uh, some interesting... Again, the not really consumer-facing aspect of, of Mobile Correct. World Congress. So um, there isn't really anything... Uh, that's available now that's worth mentioning, but lots of interesting things in development. And, and as we're recording this, um, you are quite the jet setter because you're about to head off to South by Southwest I am in Austin. heading to South by Southwest which is on be- Thursday. <laughs> which is becoming its own little app show as there well. There will be a ton of app announcements what, there. Is there anything, uh, obviously people contact you ahead of time mm-hmm. and, you, and you sort of get the, the temperature of the room before you, you head off to these things. Uh, is there anything that, uh, any trends that, 
that that seem to be standing out at South by Southwest that we should we should be keeping an eye on as we as we anticipate your fine coverage from Texas. You know, we'll see what happens when I get back. But most of the pitches that I've gotten so far have been um, about social and location services. Yeah, that's, which seems to be a, a, a recurring thing. It is a South recurring by. trend. Like last year's highlight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, was it last year. Uh, highlight I think was two years two ago. Years. And Task I think Rabbit was Task a, Rabbit was big. Yeah. Vine was actually big last year. Mm-hmm. That was when it was kind of announced, and then it didn't launch until later. But um, yeah, I'm kind of surprised that I'm seeing more social and location based stuff. I was kind of hoping there would be some other interesting new trend, but I, I imagine that when I actually get there, there will be something else jumping so, out at me. Barcelona and Austin, and who knows where you'll find Leah Yamshan next. Ohio. Coming soon to, <laughs> Coming soon to, to a theater near a you. A city near you, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> Leave your suggestions on where Leah can go next. Uh, Armando, you you are uh, Mr. Hardware. I am Mr. Course. Hardware and um, stuff. And of course, uh, much of the hardware you look at is everything not iOS. Yes, well, <laughs> I was going to say we'll put it we'll put it delicately of no interest at all to our yeah. listeners, but it is of interest in in the sense that uh, what's happening in the mobile market can kind of inform or suggest what Apple will do. Not that not that Apple is is. Is looking at they don't listen to anyone is else. other people, but they might they, they they do tend to see things and go, well, that's not implemented very well. We can do that better, <laughs> or oh, we're not going to do that at all. <laughs> um, so, so, with that long preamble in mind, um, was there anything hardware wise um, that you saw that kind of moves the the ball forward? Or, again, a sports metaphor to, to yeah, Armando. Oh <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand these words. Let me let me rephrase. Did you see anything that sort of advances the mobile market or any uh, developments on the smartphone or tablet side that are going to uh, hover over what Apple starts doing with the iPad and iPhone in 2013? In terms of phones, um, the biggest trend in mobile seemed to be large screens. And I think Leah wrote an article about this. Um, there was no phone that was a flagship phone that was announced that had a screen that was smaller than four inches. Wow. Everything was five inches and higher. There was a seven-inch phone that was essentially a tablet. That was just – it was it was ridiculous. It was – That was the uh, – The phone pad. The phone pad, but not, not, the, pa- not the pad phone. Right. Yes, the pad phone, which, gets, <laughs> which you can put into a tablet to make it into a tablet. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was one of the trends. But what was more interesting was that all these – these giant size displays had a very, very high resolu- – were very, very high resolution. Um, uh, how, how did they compare to the Retina display? They blow it out of the water. Wow. Just there, There's no way around it. The the iPad – I mean the iPad – or not the iPad. The iPhone has a pixel density of 326 pixels per inch. These guys all had pixel densities 400 or higher basically. I think the highest one I saw was 468 pixels per inch. It was one of the sharpest and best-looking displays I've ever seen and it was – you can't go back to the iPhone because then you you actually start being able to see the pixels in the Retina display, and that's something you don't you didn't think you could do before. It's mm-hmm. really kind of unsettling, um, especially when you're looking at photos because it's like you're holding a tiny person in your hand. Was that on the HTC One? That was on the HTC One. Yeah, that, that was an impressive was phone. Really, really scary in how sharp it was, mm-hmm. and it, that phone itself was also one of those things that you kind of expected Apple to do it before. Um, right, but no. so Apple has uh, they increased. 
the screen size a bit with the the iPhone right. five, and then they they shrunk down the screen with the <laughs> iPad Mini. Uh, how do you see uh, responding? Is not quite the verb I'm looking for, but how, what, with all this happening from the the Android uh, uh, smartphone makers and the Windows uh, eight smartphone makers, uh, what does Apple do now that the ball is in their court? Sports metaphor. Oh gosh. <laughs> I- a phone with at least a 4.5 inch display would probably be still will probably be seen as very competitive with all the current offerings. Um, larger screen phones are really popular, especially in Europe, where they use tablets as phones. Apparently, I, I found that out because many of the tablets that were announced at the show um, had the capabilities to be used as cell phones as well. Which yeah. you know, we we, we we ran some yeah we ran some <laughs> photos on um on in our techhive dot com coverage of Mobile World Congress where people are holding up these tablets yeah. to their ears and it looks like the oversized comical prop phone from a from a Zucker Brothers movie right and so yeah so that's popular well the in seven, other parts of the world the seven inch phone pad wasn't the biggest phone at the show it would technically that would go to Samsung's eight inch Galaxy Note tablet which has a phone in it and it has dialer and everything so you can call people with it which although is they, the cellular capabilities are just for the it's um, only for europe yeah it's yeah. it's never going to come here well except that they they said they would look into it for their next release so you know you might start seeing people talk on tablets hmm. which is a little unsettling could that be something that finds its way into a future ipad you think hopefully some sort of voice not. capability <laughs> hopefully not <laughs> okay. i mean you could already use skype and just use it as a giant phone anyways sure but I mean, do you really want to? Not, I, not I, especially. I don't really. Then again, no. I wouldn't think that people would want to use an iPad as a, as a camera. That's true. Oh, and and, oh, and there God. I was. I was at a at a, an aquarium the other day <laughs> with my daughter, and and there was a guy holding up his 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 iPad like a giant old timey camera. Oh, I did see a bunch of people using the iPad Mini as a as a camera. Well, that's at the that's, show. that's more know, sensible. That makes sense. That's that's a that's a more manageable size yeah. for. Photo taking. Speaking of devices, normally, like when you go around here in the United States, you see tons of people with iPhones and like the one or three Samsung phones. Uh, over there, it was the one or three iPhone, and the everyone has Samsung phones. It yeah, was the, really weird. The product diversity seemed like it was bigger over yeah. there. Mm-hmm. It didn't seem like Apple had a big as big a hold on the market. Although people, a lot of people had iPads. That right. was the other mm-hmm. thing. So, wow. I, yeah. I, I, I don't have the 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 market share numbers. It's at, a lot <laughs> at 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 my my disposal. But I I seem to recall that Europe is a is a bit of a different space right. in terms of uh, uh, smartphone uh, usage than in the U.S. and certainly um, Japan and and China. All right. Yeah. In terms of uh, tablet stuff over mm-hmm. there, um, nothing new. Everything kind of was the you know same old same old. Uh, screens getting sharper. You know you have. Uh, Higher, you have like 1080p or 12, 1200 uh, resolution displays, and ruggedness was was taken into effect, like taken into account. Phones, I mean, things had waterproofing to some of, some degree, right? Which was um, a trend we saw at CES. Yeah, mm-hmm. it wasn't as big a trend as we saw at CES, where you know everything was indestructible and right. you could run it over with your car and you'd survive. This was more like, oh, you dropped your can of soda on it. It's okay, just dry it off. I actually <laughs> think durability is going to be. Uh, the new differentiating factor for for mobile devices. I really hope so. In particular with tablets because um, uh, there's only so much you can do with the camera. There's only so much you, you can do with the screen. And with the prices that uh, that these things can command, you really, um, you really want a device that can right. hold up to the – 
the uh, the shocks and uh, and blows of of modern life. Right. He said as he as he gazed <laughs> sadly at his iPhone four screen, which is shattered. Yeah, I shattered the Nexus four that we have too. From oh, a short dear. drop, yeah, mm. everything just breaks. Yeah, things break, and <laughs> yeah. and hopefully, um, uh, folks like Apple will uh, will find features that uh, will make their their things more durable than they are now. Tim Cook walks on stage, throws down the iPhone, and says, "It's indestructible." That, no, that, <laughs> that, that's Phil Schiller's job, actually. You, you, you're 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 a bit of a you're a young man, Armando. I'm but you, too old. you probably don't remember the um, the Apple event where they had Phil Schiller bungee jump with, uh, I believe it was an iBook <laughs> to show how durable it was. This was this was many years ago. Well, Google skydived for Google Glass. So. Well, exactly, but but, yeah. Yeah. That, but that wasn't to show durability. <laughs> that was true. to show pretty images of someone from Google falling to their death. <laughs> um, so, uh, styluses are those? Um, I, I know there was one uh, tablet you looked at that 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 came with the stylus. I want to say it was the um, that was the eight inch Note had a uh, stylus. Yeah. yeah, that seemed to be the Samsung's, only guy. Yeah, right. Samsung's been pushing the stylus thing. Um, LG had a big phone like the Note Two, but their their guy didn't come with a stylus. It, Mm-hmm. It seems only uh, Samsung's pushing it. Sony had a Windows <gasps> – I know, blasphemy. No, um, that's okay. A Windows tablet thing that had a stylus, but, I mean, that's – styluses aren't that big a thing apparently. Yeah, so over there. no no market pressure there. No, yeah, no one's saying, oh, if only the iPad had a stylus. Yeah, and no. It, and it's not as if there aren't third-party styluses as, as our colleague Serenity Caldwell mm-hmm. will tell you. Yep. There, there, there are more than a few styluses you can you can purchase. I think like she a, carries around seven or eight styluses. Reasonable price to, to get the job right. done, and some that are quite excellent too. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else on the hardware front, Armando, that caught your eye that uh, that Apple fans might uh, want to take note of? There was an interesting thing, and I always talk Samsung because Samsung had like seven booths at the show. Yeah, every every mm -hmm. hall had a Samsung presence. It was Mm. a little – I would get lost because I would think I was in one spot because Samsung was still there. It's all that money they (laughs) saved from the the court uh, deciding they don't have to pay. Okay, we don't have to pay Apple a billion dollars anymore. Buy us another booth. (laughs) Quick, spend the money so we don't have to give it to Apple. What? We're out of booths in the main hall. To the metro, yeah. and there was one in the metro. There was too. there was a Samsung pop up shop in the subway. Goodness sakes! Um, but Samsung had an interesting uh, portion of their booth that was dedicated to add-ons to their devices, and one of them was a blood pressure monitor that hooks up with that works in conjunction with their uh-huh. Galaxy line yeah, of phones. Yeah. It was it was a little interesting. I didn't get a chance to go see it myself because I was tired and didn't want to stand in line for a bit. So. Um, but it, it looked neat. There are more than a few um, iOS apps that, uh, that right. have accessories and add-ons for your 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 phone or tablet that can uh, uh, offer some sort of health monitoring right. capabilities, including uh, including blood sugar for mostly uh, logging. Uh, right. So yeah. that you can you there was can... there was also a urine in that. Analysis oh, machine, Lord. but I couldn't. I didn't actually. I don't want to know how that one. works. I really um, don't want to know no. how that works. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of durable iPhones, <laughs> iPads. But aside from uh, those two, um, liquid uh, resistant. Those two liquid resistant devices. Um, there wasn't that many um, pieces of hardware in terms of like fitness tech. It seems to be not as big a market. I mean, we saw a lot of it at CES. Right. And Amber will. Amber Bowman, who was also with us over there, uh, will tell you that fitness is all the cool stuff, but. Uh, Europe doesn't seem to be as fit happy as us when it comes to tech. They so. don't really need to be. They tend to be healthier than we are in general. So We're I guess they don't. Slobs. I mean, <laughs> there's a bigger market for that over here it's in true. America. I think so. Yeah, yeah we, we do more driving. Yeah, mm-hmm. we don't walk as much. It's true. 
not healthy living. Yeah. Eating all those eating all those burgers, <laughs> drinking all those shakes. All right. Um so if I were to if I were to to ask you the two of you for for one one trend that you saw at the show that is going to really dominate the mobile world for the the next year the, a trend that even Apple with with its Apple way of doing things could not turn its back on. Um what would that be? Let's let's start with you, Leah. Uh, one interesting trend that I noticed, and was it was something that I wasn't even really expecting to see, is there were a ton of keyboard developers um, while I was there. So they were these are on-screen keyboards or, on, or plug-in. It was on-screen keyboards mm-hmm. that you download it through App Form. So because of that, you cannot get these on iOS. Um, so the Android market has been flooded with these um, keyboards that not only allow you to type more efficiently, as the screens get bigger, that means you have to move your thumb around a lot more and uh, it isn't the most ergonomic situation having these big phones. Mm-hmm. So they've created um, different ways and layouts that the that the, um, the keypad is on your phone. So it's a more comfortable typing situation and the predictive capabilities have gotten a lot better. So after testing out four or five of these different um, apps and solutions on a Samsung um, Galaxy Note 2 for a whole week, going back to my iPhone 4S was a real problem, actually. Um, the predictive capabilities in iOS are not, they're not close to what they can be on Android. Um, and uh, I, I think that is a space that Apple will probably be getting into this year. Um, I know that there is a third-party app on iOS, at least one, uh, Flexi, I want to say that mm-hmm. it is, oh, yeah. that, that uh, does an on-screen keyboard predictive text. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. I saw it at CES, and it, it, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. It, it, not to my taste, but, but, but some people do like it. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I think you're, you're right with uh, screens getting to be – Gargantuan size. Yeah, you're you're either looking at uh, a dislocated thumb or you're mm-hmm. looking at a different input option. Well, Apple has the ability to split the keyboard already, which so. is nice, yeah. but it it doesn't have any built-in. The predictive text capabilities aren't as great as right. as like what SwiftKey is doing, for example, or this other company called WordLogic. They made this app called I Know You, and it can predict um, strings of words. It learns from what you commonly type. And it will predict, you know, a common phrase. If you say hi, it might suggest how are you, and then you just tap that, and then it will pop Keeps up on the screen. And it, yeah. it, it makes typing really, really fast. Armando, what would your trend be? I'm always going to get stuck on screens just because the, the high-resolution res- displays is one thing that Apple definitely won't ignore. But the other thing was um, the amount of tech – like the amount of hardware that was thinking outside the traditional box. I mean we had flexible displays. Those are the um, displays that wrap around. That wrap around, can be bent, mm-hmm. folded up, rolled over. Um, there was a lot of concept phones and concept tablets that I saw um, while wandering in the back de- shadowy depths of the show floor um, where the screen would be like a wave and it was meant to you know better fit in your hand and up to your face. And I don't know how it would fit in your pocket, but hey. Um, and there was one that had a touchscreen on the side of the device that you could like use it to unlock the phone to control your music and so it'd be interesting to see if um future apple devices had these screens in different places that you can use to you know do stuff that you couldn't before with your phone like i don't have to pull out my iphone to change the song i can just tap the side or run my finger along the side um that's a trend that we should probably be keeping an eye out especially since all the phones are starting to look the same Mm -hmm. and all the phone 
tech, like you said earlier, with tablets, everything, there's only so much they can do. So this would be a way to expand the, the creativity that they, with what they have right now, basically. Mm-hmm. Well, listeners, um, when you when you get your curvy iPhone screen with its predictive typing technology, you will you will know where you heard it first. Curvy on the Macworld podcast. Thank you to my guests, Armando Rodriguez. Hey, it's fun being here, and Leah Yamshon. Thanks for having me, Phil. And uh, thank you, listeners, for uh, uh, listening to a, a little bit different topic than what we <laughs> normally deal with on the Macworld podcast. We'll be back next week, I'm sure, with some more Mac and iOS centric. Uh, Uh, chat for you. Until then, take care.